My name is Zach Hansen. And I'm Dawson Kaiser. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Grove City College Student Spotlight. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm doing good. Doing good. So Adam, you're a senior this year. Do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah. Uh, so I am Adam Young. Like Zach said, I'm a senior. I'm studying uh, management with a concentration in sports management uh, and a co- communication studies minor. Um, I am a legacy student. Both my parents met here at Grove City College, so wow. I jokingly like to say that I've been brainwashed from a very young age. <laughs> Um, but no, the, the crimson and white runs in my blood. Um, I, I, I've loved uh, every minute that I've had here, and I'm looking forward to finishing strong in May. No, Adam, did you even have a choice coming here, or is it just you know, like assumed from the beginning? So from day one? I, the way my dad put it was, um, I can go anywhere that I want for college, but if he was going to pay for anything, I had to go to Grove City. <laughs> so, gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you, and you're the preferred... Uh, child because you went to Grove City. Right? I, I'm, I'm not going to make that claim, uh, <laughs> but yes, yes, I am. <laughs> we'll see how well the others uh, follow in your footsteps. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, so uh, you said you're a, what was it, sports management? Sports management, yep, yep. Okay. That's awesome. So yeah, uh, could you talk a little bit about you know what the sports management program is here at Grove City? I know you have some interesting things to say about that. We'll get into your experience yeah. a little bit, but what does that look like in uh What's, what's your unique position in that situation? Sure, yeah. Uh, so the sports management program is, is something that um, has only just started here at Grove City. It started uh, my sophomore year, so that would have been like 2018. Um, I'll be among the first to graduate with the sports management um, minor and concentration. Um, so how it all works, um, one of the unique things about the sports management program is that it's not a specific sports management major, um, which I think is a unique advantage that our college's program has um, because we're getting all of the classes and all the skills um, that you would need to go get a job anywhere in in business, but we're also getting specifically trained um, on how to apply those skills uh, to the sports industry. Um, so we take all of the same business core classes that a lot of the other business majors here at the college take. We take all the same core management and leadership courses as well. Um, but on top of that, we also take um, a specific sports management specific class, kind of like an overview of sports management, the different fields that you can go into, um, how, like I said, um, those skills that we've learned from those other classes apply to those uh, different specific jobs and areas of the sports industry. And then we also get an opportunity to um, do some real hands-on work um, through uh, the sports management practicum, which is a really cool part of the program where we spend an entire semester um, working right alongside um, the athletic department and the athletic director here at Grove City College, uh, which is something that you wouldn't get to do at you know, a big Division I school. Um, so that, that's a really amazing experience, really great opportunity. Um, and then we also uh, have to do some internships. Uh, along with those uh, two courses as well. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like a really cool. Did Did you have an interest in sports coming in, or an interest in manage, managerial work, or 
uh, like we like, I want to work in sports, but I'm not a division one athlete. So, <laughs> or was it like, was it like, I like telling people what to do and I like baseball. No, so. <laughs> no yeah. No, it, you know, I, I knew, uh, in middle school that I, I was not cut out to be a professional athlete. <laughs> most, um, most of us were out of, yeah, 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 no, I, yeah. I had the same realization. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but, um, no, so sports has always been a large part of my life and, um, something that I've always connected with my dad, my brothers, and um, friends and family. Um, so I knew that that was an industry that I really was interested in and one that I'd love to work in. Uh, when I originally came to the college, uh, before the sports management program, I actually wanted to go into sports media. Uh, I wanted to be a sports journalist, sports broadcaster. Um, so I took a bunch of communications courses that freshman year. Um, and then the next year when they had the sports management program, I was like, I have a bit more of a business mind than a communications mind, yeah. so I'm going to transition to that. Um, so that's how I got the communications minor. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, so that's that's what really got me interested in the sports industry. Um, I think there was a second part to your question there, but I'm kind of blanking on it. Uh, I think I just kind of said, you know, were you an athlete first or a, a manager or leader at first? And I think you kind of answered the question. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely. The reason why I wanted to go into it was just because I, I, I have a passion for it, and yeah. That, bit of advice that my grandfather told me that I think you know applies to everyone is find something you love work in it and if you do that you'll never work a day in your life yeah yeah well I know you definitely have those leadership skills as well and thank you I appreciate that a lot more about sports than I ever will (laughs) I can't watch golf and you can't so that's something at least so you did an awesome internship over the summer yeah um Tell us a little bit about that, and also, um, if you want to include in your answer, how did uh, the sports management program help you in maybe getting your internship or also just working in the internship? Sure, yeah. Uh, So my internship this past summer was with the nonprofit organization called the American Junior Golf Association. Um, So uh, what the American Junior Golf Association does is it runs um, tournaments all across the United States. Um, for the top youth golfers, not only here in the U.S., but from around the world. Um, so outside of, you know, uh, lo- more localized golfers, we also had athletes from uh, China, Japan, wow. uh, South Korea, Canada, um, a couple of European nations, Mexico, a few Caribbean nations. Um, so they really come from all over. And the reason why they come to the AJGA is because that if you want to play on the PGA Tour, you play on the, in, on the AJGA circuit you play in those tournaments that's what tiger woods did that's what phil mickelson did jordan spieth basically anyone who's anyone in golf likely played on the ajga circuit um played in their events um further it's a great spot to get recognized by uh college coaches and to get recruited um to play college golf um believe it or not like especially on the girls side there are a lot of opportunities um for college scholarships um, that aren't really capitalized on by a lot of uh, young men and women, um, you know, all all across the U S and the world. So um, it's they what the AJGA does is it provides events for these youths to kind of show what they've got um, to see if they can take it to the next level, level, whether that's collegiately or professionally. And so what I was doing is I was traveling around the country, um, actually running these events. I was setting up signage, uh, communicating with sponsors, course staff, um, engaging with parents. Um, and when the tournament was going on, uh, once everything had kind of been set up, um, I was serving as a rules official. So I, I really had to study up uh, on the rules of golf because there are a lot of 
minute rules there. Um, but to kind of answer your question, Dawson, um, you know, what, what Grove City's sports management program prepared me for, um, a large part of that internship had to do with project management and event management. Um, so there's more to it than just the actual golfers just showing up and playing. Um, there's a lot of work that has to be done behind the scenes. And through the practicum and through courses here at the college, before I even entered this internship, I had an idea of what to expect. I knew that there was a lot of work to be done. Um, I knew basically what we would have to do to get everything ready and get um, everything prepared so that way we could provide the best experience possible for these kids. And yeah, so those, those primarily the practicum um, really prepared me well for the internship. Um, but also a couple of other other classes as well. That's awesome. Yeah, and just for everyone listening, I mean, I've played golf with Adam. If he wanted to, at uh, uh, drop of a hat, he could definitely join the PGA. He's I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, as I, as I recall, I played pretty poorly the day yeah. that we went out. Shot, yeah. shot. I'm not going to say what you shot. Don't say what great. I shot. <laughs> shot better than what I shot. <laughs> That's great. true. That I did, I did shoot better than you. That's true. Um, so, uh, now, don't you have uh, – is there some opportunities – coming out of that uh i forget i've talked to you before i'm sure did is that weren't you looking into something pursuing that after did that result yeah for post-graduation yeah so i didn't want to bring that up and then be wrong and then have yeah to stare you in the yeah no <laughs> no that's no that's a, that's a great question so um the ajga um over three quarters of their full-time positions basically all of their positions are filled by um, former interns, they recruit internally. So once you become an intern, that gives you a really good chance at working there full time down the road. Um, and it's something that I've been pursuing, uh, since the end of the summer. And, um, I don't know if I'm technically supposed to be announcing this yet, but I, I did take a spot with them, um, for post-graduation where I'll be running a team of interns next summer. That's awesome. Um, so really looking forward to that, really looking forward to returning to work with them, uh, here in a couple months. That's great. That's awesome. And, um, did, how did you how did you come I don't, how did you come upon that internship? Was that like through an alumni, or did you just email them? Or was it like on LinkedIn or Career Services? I sure, don't, yeah. Don't so career the Career Services office really helped me out a lot. They um, I didn't find out about the specific job through Career Services, um, but Career Services really prepared me well with my resume, with my LinkedIn, um, and just tips on you know how to interview, how to network, um, because especially in the sports industry, that's huge. Um, so, um, I found out about it actually just through a job posting online on a website called Teamwork Online. Um, and when I saw it, I was like, okay, like this looks kind of cool traveling across the country all summer, you know, running golf tournaments, like mm-hmm. that, that, so that, that could be a really great experience. Yeah. And, yeah. um, did some research on the company. They're very well respected in the sports industry. Um, talked to a couple of mentors, a couple of contacts in the industry. Um, and they were like, this is something that you should really pursue. I was like, okay. So I, I kind of put in for that and they have a very rigorous, uh, application and hiring process. Um, and I was blessed enough to, um, be selected by them for an internship. And then, um, you know, God was also very, very faithful in that. Um, because when I went down there originally, um, for their, uh, intern recruiting weekend, which is their like last step before they announce who they're hiring or tell you if you've made it or not. Um, I was like, okay, like, this is great. If I get it, awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I don't, it's not the end of the world. Like there's other options out there for me. I'll be okay. Um, 
and then I went down there and I met everybody who works there um, really saw the culture and I was like okay that I want to work here like this like if I don't get this I'm gonna be bummed um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier yeah when you're not there yeah and uh, like I said I was blessed enough to you know get an offer from them and I accepted it and uh, literally the day after I accepted that internship uh, was the day that COVID-19 shut down no. professional sports all across the U.S. and the world. Um, and then, you know, within a couple of weeks, I had an email from the AJGA saying, hey, like, we know that, you know, a lot of teams and a lot of organizations aren't doing internships. We're going to continue with ours. We're going to be, you know, out there running tournaments this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working on it. Um, we're going to find a way to make it happen. And we'll be in touch and we'll let you guys know. And sure enough, we still had our internship and I was very blessed. And it really just reminded me how faithful God is and um, really kind of drew me closer to him in that regard. And um, and further, I got a really great experience kind of being, you know, among the first to um, run sporting events in a COVID-19 environment, which was really, really cool. Um, So that was that was pretty sweet. That's awesome. What a blessing. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we've kind of talked about your golf expertise, whether you're playing yourself or helping someone else play. Um, you also have a real passion for baseball, and I know you've had some previous work experience with that, kind of an interesting um, story with that, and also uh, through the college and over the summer, uh, I think the year before. So um, maybe you want to start off from the first time you picked up a bat and a glove. First time I picked up a bat and a glove. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. You played, you played golf. You're not golf. You played baseball in high school, yeah. right? Is that your yeah. preferred sport? That that was that was my preferred sport and uh, and I mean, sorry AJGA, but it, it still is. It was, it was my first love. It was we my first love. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It was it was my first love. Um I, I started playing when I was 3. I begged my parents to let me play when I was 4 apparently. Um I couldn't play because I was too young for the local rec league. Yeah, fourth um, pretty young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But then, of course, you know, a couple of years later, when Nate, my younger brother, was four years old, they had a, they let him in. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very salty. I'm, I'm very salty. Brother too. I get yeah, it. <laughs> they just have it so much better than us. They don't, they don't oh, get it. They don't, and they don't appreciate it. Either. No, they, they don't. Just run around. Not at all, Nate. If you're listening free. to this, yeah, you have it so much better. I hope you know that. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. So that's that's kind of when I started playing. Was I was really young, and then. Continued, um, played high school ball, three years of varsity, um, lettered all three years. Um, we didn't have like an official like captain of the team, um, just because our coach didn't believe in that. But I, I really held a leadership role on that team, and I'm very proud of that. Very proud of uh, the guys that I played alongside. Um, they were awesome. Um, and so, uh, right out of high school. Um, and actually, my first job in the sports industry was in minor league baseball. Um, I worked for uh, the Aberdeen Ironbirds, a uh, team not too far from uh, my hometown uh, in Hartford County, Maryland. Um, and uh, started working there in their box office. Uh, worked in their box office for two years. Uh, and then got an internship my after my sophomore year with the Ironbirds um, in their ticketing department generally, um, not just in their box office uh, but it, it was incredible experience working there. And then uh, when I came to school, um, my right uh, after this summer between my freshman and sophomore years, um, a friend of mine mentioned um, that he was uh, stepping down from his role as the manager of the baseball team. 
Um, and that was kind of when I was starting to make that transition from the sports media focus to more of, you know, sports business, sports management. Um, and I thought, okay, this is a really good opportunity for me to kind of get some hands-on experience. Um, and so I, I had him kind of connect me with the coaching staff here at the college for the baseball team. I met with one of the coaches. We talked for a while. And um, that spring, I started working for the baseball team as the team manager. Um, and that's really been a, a tremendous blessing in, in my life. Those guys are absolutely incredible. And um, it, it can be weird sometimes because uh, I, I'm, while I'm not a part of the team, I'm not, I'm not a ball player anymore. Um, they, they certainly do their best to make me feel like a part of the team and to loop me in. And um, they're, they're a really great group of guys. Um, if anyone out there is wanting to play college baseball, definitely come to, come to Grove City, get in touch uh, with Coach Royer and Coach Sasala here. There's information on the athletics website. Um, it's a phenomenal program. They're building a winning program. We're looking at uh, a run for the uh, conference championship this year and hopefully a run uh, at the Division Three World Series. Uh, we got a really strong team. Great things are happening. Um, and yeah, so I, that was just another opportunity where I God really provided an opportunity for me to get hands-on experience uh, in you know this field that I, I want to enter after college. That's awesome. Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, can you speak a little bit about that? Because I can only imagine how nerve-wracking it must have been that first day. You know, it's exciting to become the baseball team manager, but you know, you're not on the team. You don't know people on the team. You're showing up. Could you talk a little bit about people that maybe have this interest in sports? Um, whether they're playing at a collegiate level or they're wanting to get involved, because um, I can I I would think that'd be something where in so many different organizations, you know, you go on to the team manager, um, it can be really uncomfortable. It's probably scary, but I've just seen the relationships you have with the guys on the team, and it's just like it's so cool to see the relationship what you have with those guys, and like I like I would just love to hear about sort of how that went and yeah. what your expectations were versus how, what the reality was. I you know, I, I really, I kind of figured going in that I would just kind of be off to the side and like I, I did, I did want to make, you know, some friendships there cause I figured, okay, these guys love baseball. I've, I love baseball. Um, there, there could be, you know, some great relationships and, um, you know, being here at Grove city, we're all, uh, for the most part, we're all, you know, Christians and we have those biblical values. I hold very similar values. Um, and so to kind of have those, you know, that similar interest and then those um, similar values, I thought, okay, this could be somewhere where I could find some really close friends and build some really close relationships. At the same time, like I, I wanted to, I didn't want to Im impede on, um, you know, I, I didn't want to go in there and be like one of the guys or, yeah. you know, th act like I was on the team because yeah. I knew that I knew that I wasn't. And, you know, having played baseball, I know how, special that brotherhood is you know of, yeah that they have as as you know being members of a team and competing and uh, alongside each other and working towards a common goal um so i i tried my best to kind of find that balance and i'm i'm sure as some of the guys will attest i, I probably struggled with that a little bit at the <laughs> beginning um i'm a very outgoing guy i i, I like i like it when people like me i'm not yeah. gonna yeah. lie yeah. um so i i, I probably irritated a few of them at first but I think um as they kind of got to know me a little bit and saw that I wasn't there to be a ball player I wasn't there to you know take this take take this you know manager spot and then try to like 
play the political game or something to get onto the team or become a ball player. I think when they realized that, they 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 kind of accepted me a little more, and now I'm, you know, blessed enough to have some really great relationships with these guys, and um, it's it's been an incredible three years with them, and hopefully we go out with a bang uh, here in May. Yeah, if we play. <laughs> if we play, I mean, it's sounding good right now. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like we're gonna have like a thirty game season only in the only spring. In in the spring, uh, we wow, won't be going. Typically, uh, this is another perk. Any possible recruits who might be listening to this, we we go down to Florida every year for spring training. It's a really awesome experience. I had the blessing of being invited last year with the team, um, and it was awesome. Um, but. Um, Typically, we would go down to spring training. Unfortunately, this year, with everything going on, we're not going to have that opportunity, um, which is a bit of a bummer. But despite that, um, our conference, the President's Athletic Conference, has uh, agreed to expand our conference schedule to uh, accommodate um, for that and the loss of other non-conference games. Um, So we'll still have a pretty significant schedule this year, which is a pretty good-sized season considering everything that's going on, which is great for the guys. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. So you are part of the school's honor society. Sure. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that and anybody who wants to be a really uh, hardcore Grover achiever, you know, <laughs> what they need to do. Jeez, and how to... call me out, Dawson. All right. <laughs> and we'll just, tell us, just tell us about that and the, the different um, things that the organization actually does, not just being a part of it, but just like you, you guys actually do, do things. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, the honor society, we have a chapter here on campus of the mortar board, um, national college honor society. Um, I'm blessed enough to be an officer, um, for, uh, for the chapter. Um, and so what we do, um, we, we run a lot of, uh, service opportunities, um, for both our members and for for students here on campus. Um, one of the ones we're doing right now um, is we're writing letters uh, to seniors uh, who might be, you know, in isolation or in situations oh, where cool. they can't um, get out and see family or really have a ton of contact with, you know, people outside of, you know, maybe their nursing home or what what have you. Um, so that's we're writing letters to them. That's our latest thing. That's something that's been going on this week. Um, we also have other volunteer opportunities. Um, yeah. Like the biggest one coming up is we're going to be partnering with a robotics competition um, where we're going to be kind of volunteering and helping them uh, run that for high schoolers in the area. Is well, that's that awesome. is that Best Robotics? It is, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool organization. It's like a national organization, and the co- Grove City is actually. I know we had Abby earlier on, but Grove City is actually um, the entrepreneurship department is developing a how to create a pitch. Um, <laughs> training and uh they uh are creating trainings for the different students for like the whole national best robotics competition uh for how to create a solid pitch p-i-t-c-h pitch so that's really cool the college is involved in that i did that in high school yeah you can even laugh go ahead (laughs) misspoke it happens believe me we've all been there yeah um but uh, yeah, no. So we do a lot of like service opportunities like that, and um, through the honor society, you also get you know opportunities to kind of um, celebrate. You know, the here at the college we have a lot of great students, and um, the honor society provides opportunities to celebrate those students 
um, uh, by you know tapping them, uh, nominating them to um, the honor society, and with that they get some perks down the road. Um, like I know that like um, for being a member, we get you know certain discounts on like hotels and stuff like that. Um, That's cool. Which at some point maybe I'll take advantage of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? we'll see. We'll see. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So we talked about your golf. We mm-hmm. talked about baseball, um, and we're kind of now on the topic of leadership position. So, um, could you talk a little bit about any clubs? Uh, I know you have a leadership position in a club. If you want to talk about that, you're an athletic guy. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I feel like such a, like a couch potato just talking yeah. Hardly no. Zach's the uh, captain of Call of Duty. Yeah, over here. captain of Call of Duty. Oh yeah, I'm a gamer. Oh uh, yeah, you were also the captain of our IM soccer team. Yeah, which did not pan out as great. Hey, you know it was a good run. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to call out the specific weak links on the team, but it was not me or Adam. Adam or I. Sorry, mom. Adam or I. Or no. <laughs> no, yeah. you. It, it was me and Adam. Yep. Uh, she gets in my head. I can hear. You should her apologize voice. to your mom again. Sorry, mom. Uh, but yeah, no. To kind of address that. Um, the college has a lot of great clubs, and um, I'm sure you know the other people that you've been talking to have, have kind of talked about some of them, whether that's Greek Life or um, you know uh, other other organizations here on campus like uh, uh, Orientation Board uh, and stuff like that. Um, but the club that I'm the most active with here on campus is the College's Ski and Snowboard Club. Um, I've been skiing since I was very little. It's something that my family has always been blessed enough to be able to do. Um, me and all of my siblings were homeschooled growing up. Um, so uh, we you know, kind of had some unique opportunities there, uh, being able to kind of take our schoolwork with us and um, go kind of see parts of the United States uh, that we wouldn't be able to see if you know, maybe we were public schooled or in private school. Um, but um, yeah, so the ski club, what, what we do is we provide opportunities for college students here at Grove City um, to get out on the slopes um, and either learn to ski and snowboard or continue to ski and snowboard um, at a discounted rate. Um, so because we're a club, um, we're able to pr- form partnerships and relationships with um, the local uh, resorts in the area, um, and we're able to get group discounts. Um, we're also able to carpool, which saves a lot of money. Um, so uh, when it comes down to it, actually, when you go skiing with us uh, for any of our events, typically we'll run between uh, two to five events a, a year, depending on the weather and um, turnout for the events. Um, but um, when, when you go on one of these events, you actually end up getting about half off um, all in considering it's, it's, yeah. it's a pretty, it's a pretty, it is, it's a very expensive sport. I'm, I'm very you know, like I said, I'm blessed to have been able to have done that for a while. Um, You've and, done that since what, sophomore year? Uh, what, the ski club yeah. or skiing in general? I've been skiing in general since I was like five years old. But with the ski club, I was I was, I was, was elected president as a freshman. It kind of <laughs> happened into my lap that um, they needed uh, new leadership because everybody was graduating in December. Um, and me and my roommate just... Uh, yeah, just we volunteered and, and here we are, seniors. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a it's been a great ride, and 
Um, it's also provided another opportunity for me to meet some people on campus, build other relationships. And that's great. That's, that's really a big, if you're looking at the college, that's, that's one thing that's really unique, um, about Grove city relative to other schools, especially the big schools is that, um, you don't feel like a f- little fish in a big pond. You yeah. Know? There's a, l- there's so many opportunities for you to branch out and to get to know people here on campus. And, um, I, I do I like to say this a lot um, the campus really is big enough that you you feel like you don't know everyone um, it, it's it's sorry let me rephrase that it's small enough that you feel like you know everyone but at the same time it's big enough that you meet a new person every day um, so it's uh yeah no I've been really blessed uh, to kind of run those trips and to meet people through the ski club and hoping to pass it off to uh, the next generation of skiers and boarders here in the next next couple months. That's awesome. Awesome. So how does how has Grove City um, helped you helped your spiritual life or how has it influenced your spiritual life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, the big thing for me was it just challenged me um, to consider um, worldviews outside of my own. Um, so uh, the person that comes to really comes to mind for me this, in this is, is Dr. Bune, Dr. Solgi Bune, um, in the uh, Biblical and Religious Studies Department. Um, so I, I grew up going to the same church uh, all 18 years before I, I came here to Grove City. Um, very, very kind of set in my ways and not really um, open to, uh, you know, really wrestling with things. Yeah. Um, I didn't really wrestle with things. I just kind of accepted them because that's what, um, I had always been taught through my church and what everybody around me to that point had accepted. So I'd never really been challenged. Um, and then first semester freshman year, um, I had, uh, biblical revelations, which is the freshman Bible course for, um, all Grove city college students. And I had Dr. Beaton and, um, he had very different and does have very different um, beliefs on uh, creation and uh, heaven and um, things like that than what I, I did and to an extent still do. Um, and so like that really, that course really made me wrestle with, um, you know, interpretation of the scriptures and really made me dig and dive into the word um, and some commentaries and really try to figure out, okay, what, what do I really believe about, um, you know, how the world was created? What do I really believe about what, you know, heaven and hell are going to look like? Um, what, what, what's my calling as, as a Christian? Like how, how do I, how do I bring my faith, um, and apply my faith to every aspect of my life? How is it going to impact my life? is it impacting my life? That was, that was a big challenge for me. Um, and, um, yeah, so that, that, that was kind of the first, first real push for me. First, first real growth opportunity in my faith that the college provided me. And then the second one, I came through, um, in a a trip that my roommate and I went on, uh, again with Dr. Bune. Um, and he, it really exposed me to worldviews outside of my own um, and really um, made me t- 
dive into apologetics and the defense of my faith and really um, challenge me on what I know and, and the foundations uh, of, of the Christian faith. And um, it was awesome. And it was, it was very different um, from a lot of travel courses in that while a lot of travel courses are very set and rigid and you have, you have to have class at this time, you have to do this reading while on this day or you know stuff like that, um, Dr. Bune kind of gave us um, a few materials to read before we left, prepared us before we left. Um, we had a couple lectures beforehand and then a few uh, on site um, while we were in, it was to Japan and Singapore. I can't remember if I had said that or not, but that's where no, we went. Yes, yeah, so we went to Japan and Singapore for a couple weeks. Um, and then uh, he, we had a couple lectures on site. But for the most part, he really encouraged us to just go and experience the culture just go and immerse ourselves um in you know these eastern cultures that are so very different from what we have here in the west and and try to see how you know faiths like confucianism buddhism hinduism um even you know islam um impacted you know uh, japan and when we were in singapore singapore as well um and how those cultures are so different from what we're used to here in America and in the West. Um, so it, it really, it's really just, the college has really just opened my eyes to consider things um, outside of what um, my, my comfort zone is, I'll be honest. What my, it, really, it really pushes me out of that, especially when it comes to my faith and really, really pushes me to challenge other positions outside of the ones that I've kind of always helped do. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of growth opportunities spiritually at Grove City. Absolutely. But Adam, I applaud you for just doing some of that self, self-searching self and some of that personal growth. A lot of people don't take that step to uh, dive further and deeper. Um, but I think it's really awesome that you took that opportunity. It shows a lot about, about your character and who you are. So Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I, I was, I'm, I'm signed up, so I'm graduating in the spring, and I'm supposed to take my very last course at Grove City on that same travel course. Nice. Um, I needed to graduate, but uh, COVID-19, I should have known this was going to happen and just <laughs> planned accordingly, but I think that trip, I don't know yet, because it's me and like a bunch of my friends, and I'm really looking forward to it, but I think it's going to get canceled, so I'm going to have to figure out how I'm I'll have graduate. to put in a good word for you with Dr. B and see if we can, and, and maybe the Student Life and Learning Office, see, uh, see if we can. Well, hey, Adam, you know people. You know, <laughs> maybe know people in yeah. high places. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that. I think, I think, I don't know that I know people. I think people know me. I think I have a <laughs> 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 um, But, so I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to end up going that. We'll see what happens, but I, you know, I'm maybe a little bit of a pessimist, but I'm thinking that may not happen. So I need to know from you, Adam, what is the best thing that you ate that I'm going to be missing out on? <laughs> the best thing that the I ate? Thing, yeah. Ooh. I'm sure there was so much. There I've was heard of, so much good I've heard food about how over there. Was. I mean, <clears throat> this is okay. I'm gonna go two ways with this. Um, I'm gonna answer food? it. What are we gonna do? A fun food? A fun food? I wasn't gonna do a fun food. Oh, okay, um, but I can do a fun. food. We can talk food. about food for like another hour and a half if you want, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it. Answer how you answer how you're gonna. I, go. I'll, I'll say this for Japan. The donuts there are absolutely insane. Really, I don't know what I don't know what I was, it is. I was like, I was reading up on that actually. It's today. today. What? Yeah, I just read up on like Asian cuisine all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's wild. It's they for okay. So the Japanese they they tend to catch on to fads very easily. 
Um, and apparently at one point they really got into like fen- French pastry making. And then when the Japanese do something, they tend to try to like perfect it um, and, and tr- try to make it better. And I think you see that in like the auto industry and o- other places as well. But um, they caught on the French cuisine, French French baking and pastries. And for whatever reason, that transferred over to their donuts, I guess. And they're just, they're incredible. Um, and then for Singapore, literally anything that's from a street vendor. Yeah. I mean, you, you like, when you think of street vendors here in America, you think of like hot dog stands downtown that are kind of sketch. Downtown. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but in Singapore, like it's, part of it is is that there's a lot of like requirements on them because of the government there but like their food like it's it just so oh Dr. chicken Bean. and yeah. he showed us pictures of all the shrimp. food oh my he gosh. was talking he was doing like an information oh. he had like three slides of just food oh yeah <laughs> yep and i don't think i'm gonna get to eat any of it yeah no he not a morsel bune went off while we were there it was kind of like a thing where um you know, every once in a while we'd have like a team meal and the one in Singapore, this man took us to like this street vendor, like fair or something. I don't even remember what it was, but there were just street vendors everywhere. And this man must have spent like probably a tenth of our entire trip budget, I swear. <laughs> like there was so much food. It was insane. And it was all just incredible and maybe it's just you know family owned like a lot of these foods apparently have been in like people's families for generations and they've just kind of perfected these recipes but it was like honestly that was probably the best meal i've ever had in my life it was insane okay thanks for making me feel (laughs) you're very welcome bud you just have to take the trip on your own yeah dude i'm not doing that i'll go with you i'll do it again i don't Dude, I, I have food allergies. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like. That's what. That was my whole appeal in doing it. Is because since Bean's brother's from there, mm-hmm. that he would know. Cause I don't know Japanese. I don't know how to ask <laughs> what, if there's gluten and stuff. So I, I'm just you know. And then if I if I, you know, ingest it, then right. I'm just, it's gonna ruin the trip for me and everyone else that was on the trip. True. <laughs> I'm just gonna spend it well, in the bathroom. Okay. Hey. It, maybe this will soothe your worries a little bit. There was a girl on our trip, Sam, who had a pretty severe peanut allergy. She was fine. Like, she didn't have any issues. We were able to... Dr. Bune was able to kind of figure things out around it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Bune is the man. I know, he, I know his kids, I think, have food allergies. Yeah. So I think he's really good with that stuff. Yeah, he's um, on top of I it. I was going to go to... I was thinking about trying to go to Rome the year mm. before. And I was told that... That would be tough. They had corn paste that I could eat. It had a name, but I forgot what it was. So I was like, ah... And that was kind of my deciding factor not to go. See, Corn paste. You're you're, you're gluten free, so like I feel like going to Rome with all like the pastas and everything. And I felt bad because I was gonna go with bread. my friends, but oh. I was like, I was like, ah, uh, I was like, ah, uh, I ended up just taking it at Grove City. I just took an intercession class for fair enough. Of arts, but hmm. yeah, well, nice. Adam, um, at, you know. But we kind of like to wrap up with this question of like, what makes Grove City home for you? So it sounds like you kind of were born into Grove City. So maybe it was always home. I'm sure you had a Grove City college. It was predestined. Wolverine's bib out of the womb. But Probably did. Um, but, but, you know, if you think about that question of, you know, you know, you live in Maryland, you're 
you know, not close to home, you're far from home. Um, what about Grove City over these past four years, you know, do you think back of as, you know, this, this really made this home for me. Um, this is what I really valued from my experience here and, you know, the, the time I spent. You know, for me, what it comes down to, and I'm sure, you know, other, other people that you've had on here said the same thing, but what it comes down to is the people. I mean, home, home is where the heart is and my heart's with these people here at Grove City. Um, I, the Lord has brought so many awesome people into my life. Um, and you know, if there's one thing that I could go back and tell freshman Adam, it'd be meet as many people as you can because they're all awesome and they're all going to impact you in a remarkable way. They're going to make you a better person. Um, and they all have awesome stories to share and tell. Um, and I'm sure that many others who are going to come on the show behind me are going to share and tell their awesome stories. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that'll, that'll come out, but no, it's definitely been the people. They're all absolutely amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. That's great. Well, Adam, we really, uh, just appreciate the time you took for this. Uh, we kind of, is there anything that you would like to say, any shameless plugs or final thoughts for all of your fans out there that I'm sure will be listening to this? All the <laughs> any Adam shameless Rodies? plugs? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll dedicate this one out to my siblings. I'm oh. mom's favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh, I said all too Ooh. soon. Uh, no. I would say the same thing, but it's not true. <laughs> Sydney and Hannah, if you're listening, it's not. Okay. <laughs> That's tough. You hate to see that. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. All right. Well, yeah, no, thank you for having me on. It's It's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, uh, join us next time or next further episodes. Um, we'll be talking to more students and hearing some more of these stories of students and what their experience has been like. So uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye.